So you're in the military, doesn't matter what country, um, you know, probably somewhere in the West or in Europe, you name it. You're in the Air Force and you have a couple of other friends that are soldiers for the same country in the Navy. And what ends up happening is you're doing a uh, just a regular training routine, Air Force routine with the Navy. This is not uncommon. You know, these routines happen uh, all around the world based on, you know, different militaristic out outposts around the world. And you're in the fighter, uh, the fighter jet, right? As a pilot for the Air Force, and some of your friends who you, you've gotten to know while serving are on a ship in the Navy there, right? And you're about two to three hundred miles off of the west coast of Ireland, and you're doing your training routine. And next thing you know, everything's going good, but you look down, and all of a sudden, you see an island that's not even on any public map, any map that you've been given, and all of a sudden, it pops up on your radar. And at the time, obviously, you have the the ability to communicate with some of your friends who are actually on the uh, on the ship in the Navy. And you say, do you guys see this? And they say, yeah, we do, right? But only a handful of you guys see this until afterwards, when you're done your routine, you try to tell your superiors and they brush it off like it's nothing. But what you saw were humanoid beings, but they looked vastly larger than what you ever would have thought. Now, before I get into that, I do want to give a very special shout out to my friend Joshua. I'd like to thank you so much, brother, for some of the things that you've helped me uh, uh, uncover for this particular episode. I really do appreciate that. I will be getting to more shout outs throughout the coming days. And I do want to say that this is a very, very um, intrinsic and interconnected episode. I think it's extremely important that you don't just think before tuning away that this is an episode about, you know, giants on an island or something like this. So let's carry on. Timber Sycamore, activating Death Angels Delta Configure 7. Now, first off, let's understand what Timber Sycamore was because we need to know exactly what that was. So according to activistpost.com, the headline is, was Timber Sycamore the program that created ISIS? Now, pay attention, folks. This is going to tie in very, very strongly. Now, Here's what we'll do here. One such program was dubbed Operation Timber Sycamore, a secret plan authorized by then U.S. President Obama, which allowed the CIA to arm terrorists in Syria. Timber Sycamore was essentially a joint plan between Riyadh and the CIA, as well as Turkey and other Gulf states that would see the bulk of funding for the operation coming from Saudi Arabia, while the majority of arming and training of terrorists would come from the United States. Jordan acted as the main location for training, while Turkey and other Gulf states also played a major role in the program. Now, alternative media outlets and researchers such as myself had exposed the CIA and KSA's involvement in the Syria crisis since the very beginning, and Timber Sycamore being just one more piece of that puzzle that was largely put together for audiences staying away from Western mainstream press, end quote. So what's significant about this, folks, is that it's not really uncommon for us to realize that the CIA as well as other in intelligent agencies, excuse me, are arming terrorists, right? But what happens when some of those terrorists are clones or are humanoids that are not human, but you see they have a type of camouflage-based energy around them? So let's take a look at this right here. AlienPolicy.com, High Brazil, or High Brazil, depending how you want to pronounce, the mysterious phantom island rumored to have harbored an advanced civilization. Known to harbor an impressive and enigmatic cult, the mysterious island of High Brazil has intrigued adventurers and historians 
for hundreds of years and has even captivated the eye of UFO researchers. Now, take a look at this, folks. The island seems to be on quite a lot of maps from as early as 1325 and into the 1800s and is situated around 200 miles, which is 321 kilometers off the west coast of Ireland. So you see why I gave the example the way I did at the beginning, right? Because certain people see it and it's also been rumored to only appear every seven years. Notice the number seven keeps reoccurring here. Notice Delta configure seven in the title of this episode. So let's connect this number seven before we move on. So let's take a look at this diagram right here. Delta configuration. Unfortunately, I can't exactly say where I got this from, but it's pretty public at this point. Used for interstellar travel, Delta mode is achieved by focusing the amplified and lensed gravity A waves at a distant point in space time. The, gra the craft's reactor is capable of amplifying the strong nuclear force of the gravity A wave emanating from element 115 and using it to bend space time and pull the intersection point to the craft. The vehicle then makes a small jump into the now near space and then the amplifiers are turned off. Using this method, the craft is capable of jumping across vast expanses of space without traveling in a straight line. All right. The minimum point of intersection is 100 centimeters. End quote. Now, notice how this correct uh, co directly connects, excuse me, with Project Carrot. But more importantly, what we're going to notice here as we take a look at some other articles that will show the drop feeding apparatus is that we're going to find there's certain energy that is being inserted using the same way that this delta configuration is being used that has been reverse engineered from humans. And what has been done is it's been implanted into that of just l slightly below surface level ground. And why is that the case? Because what we're seeing here is a varied form of black goo, not black goo, but a varied form, a much more lighter version, reverse engineered by humans, that is allowing for an energetic and enigmatic frequency to emit itself and create the high Brazil island or high Brasso, however you want to pronounce it. Now, you might be saying, Dave, why is this the case? Why is this even situated the way that it is? Well, folks, when you realize that the technologies, if you will, let's call it that. I don't like to use that word, but the technologies, if you will, are actually embedded on the UFO craft can be applied to many other things. What if this island high Brazil is in fact a mothership of sorts? And you're going to see the proof coming very shortly. This is why it is called the death angel. Now the document and the bill that Obama signed to arm from Timber Sycamore to armed terrorists from the CIA, a secret signing. And I'm not trying to get political with Obama here. You're going to see something here. At the very bottom, it says, and it's redacted on the public version, but on the gray area of the internet, you can find it. It says Delta Configure 7 apparatus will be initiated if needed. What is that apparatus? It is using HARP all right, which we'll get to in a second, that pushes the energy on top of the surface level to then connect to this island. And I guess you could say when the island appears only every, every seven years, it's because there is a sort of glitch in the matrix, if you will. All right. And the reason for this, this is going to get a little confusing, but bear with me, is because one of the known laws of the universe that alien species have told humans is that no matter what technology you use and the aliens themselves have tried, you cannot bend free will. And this is not a, you know, a, a spiritual or consciousness episode, but the concept of free will is to control and curate that at both the materialistic, the financial, economic and esoteric levels to influence the mind, which uses harp. So let's take a look at this document here that my friend Josh. Joshua sent me about harp. This is called Angels Don't Play This Harp by Nick Begich in 1997, by the way, folks. So keep in mind what is being discussed in this document, which is hundreds of pages, by the way, is now coming to light. All right. On a public level. Notice that these people have been saying these things since at least the mid to late 90s. So take a look at this. 
Harp's public relations sheet described it as a pure scientific research on the aurora borealis and research on the ionosphere's ability to affect communications. The U.S. Air Force and Navy notice, again, I gave the example of the Air Force and the Navy at the beginning. You see, it's all coming full circle. Air Force and the Navy were paying for the project, but they said it was not a weapon system. Later, Claire Zicker, and we're going to talk about this more on Patreon for those... Um, for, for those that are, that are members, would learn that the technology definitely could be used for military purposes. He wondered what else they weren't telling the taxpayers about HARP. All right, HARP planners would choreograph experiments on the crucial envelope of charged particles which circled the planet, the ionosphere, which protects Earth's inhabitants like a spherical umbrella from cosmic radiations. Now notice what we discussed about there being a sort of energetic field around the planet that suppresses certain things that we discussed in the previous episode. Now, let's take a look at this article right here because it's very important for us to understand why all of this occurs. So, this is aplanetruth.info. Um, Why did so many Apollo astronauts die mysterious deaths in just three years? Now, what we're going to notice here is that there was a conspiracy surrounding Apollo 1, right? Scott Grimson, the, Scott, the son of Gus Grims, uh, Grissom, released his family's long-held belief that his father was murdered during the Apollo 1 test flight. Why? Because, and this is not this is only just one, uh, one astronaut, Gus Grissom, there are many others that were part of Apollo 1 and other Apollo missions that very strangely died afterwards because there was no way to deter these astronauts from the knowledge of extraterrestrials and the technology of this death angel delta configuration energy that they were trying to implement, all right, in the original Apollo rockets to convince the astronauts it would be used in Apollo 11 in the succession to go to the moon, but that was not the case. It was a total psychological warfare flip used as an experiment on astronauts they did not trust and they had murdered later anyways, okay? Now, this is important because what we're going to find here is that if we take a look at this right here, Santa Alencia, the Vatican Intelligence Service, according to churchmilitant.com. The global hunt for Carlo Mario Viago began underway by the Vatican Secret Services, has renewed interest in the intelligence capabilities of the smallest yet oldest government on Earth. Okay, so the Vatican, for those who don't know, has a secret service, their own version of the CIA, arguably just as powerful in many different ways, because of how long they've been around for, so to speak. Now, Carlo Maria Vigano, all right, made an investment into NASA during its founding, and his family has been known to have connections to certain Saudi Arabian families that are associated with the Bush family as well, too. But the reason for this significance is that they made investments in NASA within a, a particular department called the Delta Department, which is also, by the way, folks, a file that Gary McKinnon discovered that he's trying to keep quiet about when he discusses what he saw on when he saw uh, NASA's uh, PDF spreadsheet of the different secret space program non-terrestrial officers, if you will. Now, this is also very interesting because we need to cover this too. CollectiveEvolution.com Engineers develop a device that literally generates electricity out of thin air. This island, folks, is generating its own functionable electricity out of thin air that has the ability to harness the ionosphere the same way that HARP does. Okay, and it allows for high Brazil to basically be an island that you can literally pass your boat through and not have any issues whatsoever using the Delta configuration. And it uses something as well, by the way, which is also in the bill that Obama signed called Ghost 8. Now, this is a play on words. This is when the psychological warfare aspect comes in. What is Ghost 8? Ghost 8, believe it or not, actually means ghost state. All right, ghost state means the island, which is the death angel, 
okay? And the death angel is being powered by harp. So a lot of people are saying, you know, what's harp been up to? What is harp doing? This is one of its main functions. One part of the harp umbrella, metaphorically, if you will. And do you know what a ghost state is? There's only one operation ever on record that has been called Operation Ghost. You know what that was? The Philadelphia Experiment, folks. Seriously. The Philadelphia Experiment, unofficially, but if you look, you'll find it, was actually called Operation Ghost. So what we're seeing here, by the way, is a massive influx of these code words being revealed now for things that President Obama signed back in 2013 and 2014. So forget the fact that the CIA is arming terrorists. I mean, that's that's just on the human level. But on the extraterrestrial level, you're seeing the, the usage of reverse engineered technology in many different ways we never thought possible. And if we take a look here at DocumentaryTube.com, Aluminum Wedge of Ayud, alien artifact or just unsolved mystery. Now, the reason why this wedge is also a, um, a mystery is because this wedge is made of aluminum, which uh, allegedly, according to, you know, modern man's, uh, modern humankind's history, it was a material that was not known to humankind up until the 1800s, which is interesting, right? How could you make something out of something you didn't even know existed? It's the same idea. It's the same concept. It has been strongly proposed that this wedge was given to a human that went to this island by some of the aliens on that island, all right, and was used as an apparatus and a way as either maybe a souvenir, maybe a tool, maybe a weapon, but God knows how long ago this was from, right? Now, let's take a look at fizz.org. Study finds billions of quantum entangled electrons in strange metal. Huh, I wonder which strange metal they're referring to. All, all they refer to, all right, in this article is that it was a strange metal, all right, that is aluminum that they will not refer to because of stigmatization. Basically saying, folks, we don't have the, the proof, but basically saying, we don't want to say that it's the Wedge of Ayud because, you know, we don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists on a mainstream media website such as fizz.org. And it's true. It's true. I mean, take a look at it. it, it's, it's, it the implication is right there. It, it's right in front of us. How, how certain people don't see this, uh, you know, it boggles our minds, you know, my mind, your mind, it boggles everybody's mind. Now, let's take a look at this here too. Fizz.org, new method uses heat flow to levitate variety of objects. Interesting, right? How it's coming to the drop feeding aspect. This is something that you can find in the harp document from many, many years ago that was being utilized within the ionosphere. Now, I also want to show you one last diagram as well, too. Maximum distortion. And this is also consistent with what Bob Lazar said, too, by the way. In the sense that he said they found while trying to reverse engineer the craft at the at Los Alamos, S, uh, sorry, at um, S4, excuse me. that there were in fact different modes that these craft used. These craft went into a certain mode when it would enter any planet's atmosphere, it would go into a different mode when it would go into space, and then it would go into a third different mode when it would go for interstellar travel, but it uses the same energy that HARP seems to be emitting just below the surface, all right, of the general ground that these electrons give off to power this island. The question then becomes, is this an island where humans and aliens are also working together? Similar to how, you know, the former Israeli space minister said humans and aliens are working together on a base on Mars, right? So let's take a look here. During one of the test flights, the craft demonstrated its ability to achieve what was referred to as maximum distortion. In this mode, the gravity A wave propagating outward from the craft moves up the waveguide and enshrouds the vehicle in a gravity bubble. In this state, the craft is virtually invisible since the light from behind the vehicle bends around the craft, much like you can see stars that are behind the sun due to the sun's intense gravitation gravitational field excuse me and quote notice look at the shape of in which the craft 
creates the electromagnetic field around it. It's the heart shape, exactly consistent with Al Bilek, Phil Schneider, Bob Lazar, alright, even in some cases what Donald Marshall has discussed as well too. And it's very important that we understand the different types of shapes that go around these craft because these are the different types of electromagnetic shapes that are being put around the island. So think about the Merkaba, except more in the shape of a heart instead of a triangle, and multiple hearts encircling this island, alright? And what we're seeing there is that we're going to find using the delta configure delta 7 configuration this is the same frequential process used in the six digits phenomenon that seems to be the same study found from a leaked vatican document that also is seems to be the same um i guess we could say inhabitant biology let's call it inhabitant biology of the alleged clones that then become men in black so what i'm seeing here folks and maybe i'm wrong but what i'm seeing is harp is curating this type of technology within the ionosphere to create many different things like the clones the men in black this invisible island just off the west coast of of ireland right the six digits phenomenon using this island as an invisible mechanism or apparatus very possible for that of certain elites not all elites but certain elites to use when they escape or, or, or if, if anything were to happen on Earth and things like this, right? Now, we also have to understand, too, that if we take a look here at theregister.com, Voyager 2 is back online after eight months of radio silence. You know what the first radio frequential numbers it emitted when it first came, quote-unquote, back online? I don't think they ever lost contact with it, by the way, but anyways, 51550. And for those who haven't watched uh, the, the episode from a day and a half ago, I suggest you do. So, I'm going to leave it right there. We're going to continue on much more in the members section, which we'll catch you later on today for that episode. And let me all know what you think. Cheers.